Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. Oh, yeah. Yes. Hi. Welcome to the five count. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, yeah, that's what everybody says. Mm, mm, mm. Yes. Here yep. it is. Here what is he? Put that away, Ton. It's time to do the show. I'm looking for, looking, looking for. Love in all the wrong places. Looking for love in all the wrong places. Looking for love. Well, it's just you and me here at church, so. Trying to buy some one wheels. Wish hey, I could buy a one wheel. Todd. Know anybody with a one wheel for cheap? No, I don't talk to dummies. Dummies? What do you mean dummies? Todd, I got a question for you. I have an answer. Very important question. I am here for one it. One that I know a lot of the listeners out there are wanting to know as well. Every time I see you, your hair is a little longer. Yeah. Your beard is a little more peppered. Okay. You look more and more like Eric Clapton. Really? Your thoughts. I never even thought that at all. Why do you look like Eric Clapton? I have no idea. That's that's like unfortunate. Maybe? I don't know. This is the first you're hearing of this? Yeah, it's first time ever. Never heard that before in my life. But now you won't ever be able to stop thinking it whenever you look at your face. Yeah, when I look in the mirror, I'm like going to be thinking about it if i saw myself in the mirror i will not sing that no way dude no way would you know tons <laughs> i hope so that's the weird i've not thought about that before you know what i've been playing though i've been trying to play a lot Skip of it. zeppelin tunes oh i thought the very best thing of all was the counter on the ball like Playing them on guitar, so I have to, I have to, I have to double back, double back again, my friend, on something I said on this show previously, like years ago. Okay, I was talking about like being not that impressed with watching Led Zeppelin live shows. I was watching them on DVD, and um, I think I was wrong, and I think I okay, I know I was wrong, and I and I understand it more now. I've never tried to learn Led Zeppelin songs or play them on guitar. But now that I'm doing that, it's like too much. There's there's times when there's too much going on. 
So quite simply, Jimmy Page just can't really do it exactly live the way it is on the album. Because there's too many things going on. Because he's too friggin' good. And there's, you know, multi-tracking and all this stuff happening in the studio. It's, like, ridiculous. I had no idea. There's, like, they pair really, like, simple, repeatable, awesome, like, riffs. They pair those with these other, like, more complex kind of chord changes and, and things happening. They pair that to give this, like, surprising rock combo. I love it. Wow. I appreciate them in an entirely different way now. Do you think anyone out there thinks uh, similarly about us when they listen to this show? I mean, and maybe. They thought for years, like, I could do that. Listen to these guys. They just sit there and talk, and it's just like, anybody could do that. Oh, I think tons of people do think that. But then when they get to know you and they see the intricate details and steps and all the things that go in to doing the program and they say, whoa, I was all wrong. I could never do that. <laughs> I don't know if that happens. I could never look just like Eric Clapton. I think more what happens is they think, yeah, I could do that. And then you just start talking to them and they have issues just like holding a conversation for 10 minutes. And then they go, yeah, I could never do radio. Do a show for two hours. How do you do a show for two hours? I could never waste 20 years of my life volunteering to do this that's another part of it yeah they most people actually i've noticed um greed is just becoming a bigger and bigger thing now i think greed is definitely taking hold of a huge portion of the population and so i hear that a lot as well when i tell people i've done it for voluntarily for as long as we have people are blown away and they'll even I've even had comments of like, well, I would never I would never give that much of my own time away for free. No way. And it's like, what do you mean? I guarantee you give a whole crap ton of your time away to Facebook and Twitter and Instagram for absolutely free for their profit. You give it all away. Doesn't make any sense, does it? Doesn't make any sense. Not to me. No. Son, I just want to say that the KMSU pledge drive was a success, and mostly thanks to us, I think. You think so? And by us, I mean you, mostly. A lot of people bought the five-count sticker pack? Uh, I think zero. Okay. But, um, as I said, you should have bid on that, because uh, now it's a collector's item. Zero of zero. Zero of zero. Can't well, then- get any more priceless than that that definitely seems like we had a lot to do with it then (laughs) (laughs) i think it's you know just implied that people pledged their support because they knew that you were up here yes i hope so i wanted to make sure that continues if you pledge support in uh and somehow supported us even silently please give us a call 507-519-2030 that is the five count hotline you can get in touch with us right now meaning the time that we're recording this if you're listening on saturday you can't but if you do call us on saturday you can leave a message go ahead and do that anyways ton i made a friend at work did you his name is john wow and he listens to the show how many johns do you know about well what do you like guys named john yeah, or yeah like uh, uh walking the streets no <laughs> both no how many john you know a lot of guys named john i feel like 
Yeah, I think you're right. Who are also it's a, it's Johns. A, it's a good Christian name. I guess so. So what's with this John now? There's this... no guys named Justin in the Bible. No, there's It's none. a heathen's name. Yeah. Uh, he listens to the show, and he asked me about James Brown. Oh, yeah? He's like, hey, who's this guy, James Brown? Is he what? a guy? Is he he plays music? Is I kind of like the music. Guy? Do you think I should listen to more music? And I was like, yeah. Um, yes, John. The answer is yes. What the, the heck? I just want you to know that you're making a difference out there. Wow. John, if you're listening, please, please tell me that you've listened to more James Brown within the last week since you listened to the previous show. Please. He said he loves the Blues Brothers. Well, what the heck, dude? So, what? So James Brown, for him, I think, was the guy from the Blues Brothers. Oh, boy. Wow. Wow. And I said, he's done some other things, too. Yes. <laughs> you should check it out. And he said, I will. Good for him, dude. Good and job, John. So I just want you to know that you're making a difference. Wow. Your philanthropy is paying off. That's awesome. Even though all these people that you apparently associate with don't understand well, and I'm glad he has you to talk to, Dust, because you can lead him in the right direction also. I think some people, uh, especially, I assume this John person is, is a bit younger than us. No, um, I think he's older. He's older than us and doesn't know about James Brown. He was listening to a lot of uh, like typo negative, I think. Okay. Okay. Wow. It happens. That's Yeah, yes, it does. Okay. Interesting. Super interesting. What a guy. Um, but hopefully you can lead him kind of in the right directions. Because James Brown, I feel like, has such a humongous, ridiculous catalog that some of it, like especially some of the early stuff, a person could be listening to it and be like, oh, yeah, that's cute or whatever. You know, like the early stuff is very kind of, I don't know how to say it, like, poppy but for that oldies period type pop where you might just tend to gloss over it but if you get deeper into what he's got going on it's i don't know you gotta you gotta get deeper i feel like do you know what i'm trying to say i do and coming from a man who looks like eric clapton that's sound advice (laughs) you gotta go you gotta go deeper john Keep going. Hey, speaking of John, we got a text message from uh, some other guy named John. He's from New Ulm. No way. We have a five-count hotline that you could call, and it's real hot. It's real hot. You can text it. You can call it. You can leave voicemails, 507-519-2030. I've even got a uh, a postcard here from John. Wow. Double dipping. Double dipping, Johnny boy. The hotline is extra hot, like the 1-900 numbers that you used to see in those commercials yeah. at 2 a.m. Yes. Where they're all real breathy and... Extra hot. Are you looking for a good time? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Call Eric Clapton. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. Call Eric Clapton for a good time. I can't say that I've ever really had a, a good time with anything that Eric Clapton was involved in. But uh, some people have their blind spots, I guess. I like the Crossroads thing that he did. I like like watching those. No, you didn't. I would have went to one, yeah. I like when he played with Steve Winwood. 
ton. I was talking about something. What was it? Talking about John. Oh, yeah. Mom sent us a text message. Sent a message. Today, took fresh theater popcorn to people at Verizon. Oh, wow. For trying to fix my text problem. My phone is with TrekPhone. Too bad I can't bring you and ton popcorn like pizza person used to. Do you and the ton like popcorn? If you were only a few miles away, would bring. Wishing for better luck. John and New Ulm. That's it. John, of course we like popcorn. I love popcorn, John. Of course. We really need to get over to New Ulm, dude. We need to get over there and high-five John like there's no tomorrow. Should we go right now? He's probably our, like one of the only fans that would truly un- unbelievably appreciate it. I mean, Shilbill appreciates it, I think, but in a different way. John, I think, would be like, holy number two, the five count is here to give me high fives. Does your John appreciate you? Your John. <laughs> Can I say that? I don't think so. Your new John. <laughs> My new John. <laughs> he doesn't appreciate you the same way that John in New Orleans does. I My new I John. You'll have to be more specific. Should I say? Should I read John's postcard or do we leave it to That's later? too much John. Too much John in one shot there. Tom, I got something special for you later on in the show. No way. No way. I wanted to thank everyone who uh-huh. pledged money to the KMSU Pledge Drive. Yeah. Together, we made great radio. You're a radio hero and a geek, you know, and the other nomenclature of public radio. <laughs> okay. So I thought we could all go to the zoo. Ah. With Popeye. The audio equivalent of going to the zoo with Popeye. That so sounds great. Stay tuned for that. Wow. That sounds wonderful. I can tell by the look on your face that you're extra stoked i really am i can't wait to listen to it with my daughter well first we'll play some other songs if you don't mind then we'll come back i don't mind at all Disguise. 
Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Jesse McCartney, and you are listening to The Five Count. I don't want another pretty face. I don't want just anyone to hold Talk, I walked it, you taught them wrong I'm right in the glossary Bar for bar, I fought the noise Off with my noise and my voice It went hoarse I know it's tight in your shoulders A heavy heart in the pit of the grown-up They said in the bachelor, where's the groom? What's the hold-up? He left and left a note that says I don't have enough hands to hold hers Putting up the story, see, kid, it's a cold world The more you lighten up, the more the world works for you Just know I'm living proof I, I stay up in the booth, yeah Alright, like flame and hot, like Frito chips and me and cartridges came to kick it hard. Yeah, style, baby, baby, phone band, crazy lately, do it in the wind and now it's gone. I feel a little lighter, what is my lighter? And how I'm gonna like the joke is fish or more. Anywho, trust if people wanna reach you, then they will. Mama said, drop your bags, wipe your bags, you is the bag. You can't be taking that.
And congratulations I'll tell you the first thing I'm gonna do I'm gonna go Looking for a little girl Looking for a little girl Gonna find my baby Gonna give her all the kisses that I saved and carried Looking for a little girl And when I find her Gonna tell her that I'm home to stay And I wanna get married mm -hmm. That I loved her in every letter I wrote her But there's just so much you can say in them Holding her is the only way I can show her Things that can't be said with a paper and a pen I'm gonna go Looking for Linda Looking for Linda Gonna find my baby Gonna give her all the kisses that I saved and carried And when I find her, gonna tell her that I'm home to stay and I wanna get married. I thought about Linda ever since I left here, and I've been around the world since then. Now after two years, I could finally get here. And when she's in my arms again I'm gonna go Looking for Linda Looking for Linda Gonna find my baby Gonna give her all the kisses that I saved and carried Looking for Linda And when I find her Gonna tell her I'm home to 
Hi, this is Lynn Che. You are listening to The Five Count. Get ready to count down. It's one of the best shows on the air.
Welcome back, Ton. Awesome. To the five count. Here it is. Welcome back, Southern Minnesota and abroad and other places. Other regions. Other places where you might be listening to this program. At all. I think that's French for others. It's the five count, Ton. You look confused. You're such a well-versed young man. Can I ask you a serious question? Yeah. Is the scent, the aroma of Ben Gay that I'm giving off making you at all ill? Yeah. Okay. A little bit. Do you need to open the windows or? No. It's okay. I mean, I'll just choke through it. You could tell though, right? I'm not hiding just anything. So much Ben Gay. Hmm. Do you? Do you like bathe in it, kind of, or is it like a? Because I could tell by the look on your face, you're like, is that Ben Gay or is that Skull or what? What is he doing yeah. over there? Yeah. And the answer is all of the above. Both. Wow. You hide it nicely. I mean, other than the smells. And the fact that I just told everyone. <laughs> Otherwise, it's good. Yeah. So does does John at your workplace? Does he do the same job as you? Uh, similar. Similar. I'm actually in charge of the biggest, most important things. Oh, wow. Yeah. That sounds very fancy. Not saying that, you know, there's favorites, but I'm definitely like the guy. The favorite. Yeah. And handsome too. Handsome. Which doesn't hurt. Is that a prerequisite? Uh, if you want to sleep your way to the top, it is. Okay. Which you have done. I'm working on it. Working on it. That's why I'm a little sore. That's why I needed the Ben Gay. <laughs> oh, wow. It's no secrets here. You know, there's no secrets, yeah. It's just this, like the how I made my way to the top of uh, public radio. Yeah, congratulations. Tonight is your night, bro. Yeah, well, every Saturday night was your night for many years. That's why Gully would come there so late sometimes and just waiting in his office for you. Wow. You know what? It all makes sense you're, now. You're a good man, Dust. I've heard. Take That's what I've heard. the team. That's how I've made it this far, because I'm a good man. Yes, you are a good man. Thank you so much. I mean, you're not so good that you join me here at church, even on a free food Wednesday or something, but... It's going to take more than free food to get me to church. Working on it. What do you mean? You're here right now. This is business. <laughs> I'm working. Oh, boy. Well, I've got this sweet postcard. You got mail? Yeah. Fan mail? On the front, on the picture side, it says, you're 50, but you haven't lost it. None of us are 50, John. I'm not 50. Come on now. Okay, let's check this out. I didn't know Roman Reigns is the Rock's cousin. Medium-sized period. Wait, what does it say? Ting? Ting. 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 What the hell does that mean? No. Tiny. Tiny. Tiny ting. Tiny talk next year could be a match between those two. I can't read that because Minneapolis put a stamp over it. and I can't read it. I think it's tiny talk. Okay, giant period. Few weeks ago, day before going to dad, saw a bad worn spot on a tire 
down to metal wires. So I got two new tires. Few hours before drive to dad, medium-sized period, was ready to drive back to New Ulm April 14th, but dad had stomach feed tube problem. So he had to go to the hospital for a new tube, medium-sized period. Saw part of a Chris Farley, David Spade movie at Dad's. They were selling brake pads. That black sheep? Tommy boy. Tommy boy. Nice try, though. John. Just says John. For the ton to read. He wrote this April 16th, 2022 at midnight. It's very specific. John, I hope your dad is doing okay. That's uh, that's always rough, dealing with those kind of situations and having to go to the hospital. It's never fun. Um, Tommy Boy, selling brake pads, John. You know what? I hope you're having a wonderful time. John, I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping you're doing well. I like this uh, this option for the popcorn. We're gonna have to come and see. You. I have no idea if the Roman Reigns and the Rock would have a match. And unfortunately, I don't like Roman Reigns so much that I don't even think I would care. Isn't that a bummer? It's a bummer. Dust, would you care? Would I'm you watch bummed. it? I care about everything, ton. Do you really? I'm I'm nervous for you. Why? Because uh, Elon Musk bought Twitter. Yeah. And I know that that's your lifeblood where you get most of your info and most of your accolades. Uh, You know. I know that you. It's the only place that I check occasionally anymore. Actually, I tried to send Twitter. Well, I didn't try. I successfully sent Twitter Lori a message this morning along with a picture of my lovely daughter next to the little ornament that we received from her. Uh, but I haven't had a response at all. She doesn't talk to me back, but I mean, you know, what am, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Twitter Lori. You know what I'm saying? Twitter Lori. I don't know what you're saying, Ton. I'm just nervous for um, your health and well-being. Are you Because really? I know you live and die by the likes on Twitter. <laughs> By the likes. Okay, so Elon Musk, what do you think about that? What do you what do you think of this? What do you think of him buying Twitter? You think anything's gonna change? Um I feel like the money he spent on it, like fifty billion dollars or whatever it was. Forty four billion. I I could think of a lot of other things you could do with that kind of money that would have been better. It seems like it, doesn't it? I mean, you know, like there's hunger and disease and new Rod Stewart albums coming out regularly. You know, things that could be fixed. And that money could have went a long way. Also. But you bought Twitter. Like, who gives a rip? Yeah. And I think he did it just to kind of prove a point as well. Here's another really interesting thing to think about. Um, I would imagine a guy like Elon Musk, smart guy, right? Good businessman. Um, 
friend of Brian Reby of Brian Reby drives electric. Yeah. He's not going to pay $44 billion for something probably unless he knows that he's somehow going to get that money back out of it. And he's probably going to have like a timeline and everything. I'm guessing. I mean, unless he's literally like, I don't know, richest guy on the planet or whatever has trillions of dollars and 44 billion is just nothing. And he doesn't care, but I'm guessing just based on principle, he's going to, he's not going to just shell out 44 billion without knowing he's going to, you know, that, that the thing is a profit center. So, just think about that. Think about that. Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Like, people are just going about their business and using Twitter all day long, and some people are making ridiculous amounts of money somehow off of that, off of you just being on there. Right? So do you think we should call it a day? Just based on like all the ad advertising rights and I, well, I don't even know. I don't even honest I honestly don't know enough to say how Twitter actually makes all that money. But it must to warrant a price tag of 44 billion dollars. That's crazy. So what do you do with it now? What if he just goes bold and just shuts it off? I don't think he would because Twitter seems to be the last place where you can really like say what you think and feel and whatever. And it's okay to do that. I don't I don't think Facebook is that. But you could do that here. Well, yeah, but I'm saying you're amongst friends. I'm saying Elon is not going to just shut it down. I don't know. What do you think? I don't care. I was just making conversation. You know what I think is even more crazy? Chevy released that they're going to make a Corvette that's electric. Get right out of the front I think, door. I mean, I think a hybrid version will come first. But that's like pretty... Boring? Maybe. I mean... They changed the whole layout of the Corvette in recent years, and people were, like, up in arms about it. Like, you can't do that. You know, people are saying you cannot do that. That's, like, tainting the Corvette lineage because Corvette guys are, like, crazy about it, and it all seems to be super old guys, and it's like Corvettes is just the thing that they're into, and that's it. Do they complain about this on Twitter? I don't know. I haven't checked. I just saw and I just saw an article about it in Hot Rod Magazine. So I'm going to say that when you when you say it's going to be a hybrid or you're going full electric Corvette, all those guys are going to be like, okay, first you made it mid engine like every other European sports car. Now you're going electric. What the like this is that'll be crazy. They'll say why why they'll they'll freak out and say why is it even called a Corvette then. They'll think it's supposed to be called something else. Unless there was a bikini babe sprawled on the hood inside Hot Rod Magazine. Then the guys... I don't give a rip about that either. They might might accept it. I don't know. It's crazy. But I guess it is the way of the world. It's got to go... Things are starting to go electric, which is back to what I was saying earlier. Bring on the one wheel. Huh? Huh? 
You know what? I reached out to Brian Reby and asked him if he knew anything about one wheels or if he knew anybody that had one. He said, no, no idea. And then I send them a picture and he said, oh, yeah, I know what that is. Okay. Don't know anyone who has one. Good luck. Well, if he doesn't know, then it must be a bad idea. I even asked Jerry Severe Sunburnson, thinking like this is a BMX dude. He owns skateboard. I've seen no, him ride skateboards on YouTube. Jer Bear does all analog like, bikes. This dude must know what this is. He had no idea. And then I sent him a picture. Oh yeah, I seen that before. Okay, that's what everyone says. Do you feel foolish now for buying all that stock? No. Doesn't seem like it's taken off. Well. It would be probably foolish right now to buy it all, perhaps, or it would be a good idea because one wheel as a company is either going to be going under, well, not really under, but they're 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 going to start to dwindle right now or they're going to skyrocket. Do you feel like it's a conflict of interest being uh, a man who owns a majority stake in the company and then you're on here talking about how great it is? In hopes to drive up the price of the stock? No. Not a conflict at all. Love this idea. I wish I owned a bunch of the stock, but I do not. I actually do not. How do you feel about um, the zoo? Love it. How do you feel about (laughs) Popeye the Sailor Man? He's my uncle. Love him. How do you feel about Popeye going to the zoo? That's probably awesome. How do you feel about us doing that right now? Let's do it. I'm glad you're on board. I was nervous, mostly because this is a sizable chunk of the show. Okay. And I didn't run it by you first. That's okay. I'm glad you're you're up for this. I'm open to it. Oh, I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. I am what I am, and that's all what I am. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. Ahoy, mates. This is your old friend Popeye, and I wants to tell you about the zoo. A long time ago, Olive Oil, Rudisk, Wimpy, and all me other comic book pals agreed that we just has to has a zoo for all our animal friends. And after we builds the zoo, we can invite all the little girls and boys to come and has a wonderful time. Well, now the zoo is finished, and I'd like to take you all on a musical visit. Get your peanuts, popcorn, and candy, Reggie. Pulls out your tickets, and we'll all walk into the zoo. Steps right up, girls and boys. You're about to seize the greatest collection of animals you has ever seen. Oh, I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. <laughs> I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. Skidibidididido. I'm strong to the finish, cause I eat me spinach. I'm Popeye the Sailor Man. And I'm telling you, it's a regular zoo's who, says Popeye the Sailor Man. Boys and girls, here is the tiger, one of the most ferocious animals in the world. He's back because he can reach us out through the bars and grabs you with his long claws. This tiger came from India, 
and I'll never forget how we got it. Well, here was Brutus, Quimpy, and me in India, and we wasn't having no luck finding a tiger to put in our zoo. Quimpy was getting hungry and took out a hamburger, and a tiger dashed out of the brush and grabbed it. Now, Wimpy doesn't stand for nobody taking his hamburger away from him. So he grabbed the hamburger and was trying to yanks it back again. Well, while he was having a tug of war with that hamburger, Brutus and me backed the cage up behind the tiger. Suddenly, the tiger yanked on the hamburger so hard that he fell backwards into the open cage. And we slammed the door shut right between Wimpy's hamburger and the tiger's nose. So Wimpy got his hamburger, and we got the tiger, which you can see in our zoo thanks to Wimpy. Tiger, tiger, his eyes shine bright. He hunts and fights. If he escapes, just run, 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 and yells, "Mr. Keeper, get your gun, gun, gun!" Tiger, tiger, his claws are long. He looks so strong. If he escapes, just run, 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 and yells, "Mr. Keeper, get your gun, gun, gun!" Growl, growl, all the girls and boys love to hear that noise. Growl, growl, with a voice like that, he's no scaredy cat. Tiger, tiger, his teeth are white. He snarls and bites. If he escapes, just run, 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 and yells, "Mr. Keeper, get your gun, gun, gun!" Longer time than that, if he can find some nice juicy plants to eat. 
Imagine what a help he is to the peoples of the desert. Now in our zoo, if you likes, you can has a ride on the camel. But if you wants to ride, it'll cost you ten cents. All the money we collects goes to buy food for all the animals in the zoo. So while you're riding, let's sing about the camel. <laughs> Sonny, has you got your money for a camel ride? A camel ride, a one penny, two penny, three penny, four. Sorry, Sonny, you need six more. Ladies and gents, for a dime, ten cents, takes a camel ride, a camel ride, a one penny, two penny, three penny, four. Sorry, Sonny, you need six more. As you to ride a camel ride, your rocks and rolls on his hump, hump, hump. It's times you to ride a camel ride, your swings and sways as you bump, bump, bump. Okay, mister, now you and your sister wants a camel ride, a camel ride, a one penny, two penny, three penny, four. Well, here's your daddy, and he's got more. As you to ride a camel ride, you rock and roll on his hump, hump, hump. It's time you to ride a camel ride, your swings and sways as you bump, bump, bump. Okay, mister, now you and your sister wants a camel ride, a camel ride. A one penny, two penny, three penny, four. Well, here's your daddy, and he's got more. Hey, this is Britta Phillips from Luna and Gem and the Holograms, and you're listening to The Five Count. All right, boys and girls, let's visit the hippo. This is a genuine hippo, and he comes from Africa. <laughs> Did we have a time catching him? We almost didn't get him because he nearly got Brodus. Well, let's me tell you what happened. There we was on the hot, dry plains of Africa. After three days, we finally came to a big river. Rudus was so dry and thirsty, he took a running leap and dived into the river with all his clothes on. Then he put his lips just above the water and started blowing and snorting. It sounded just like the noise a hippo makes when he wants to get acquainted. Well, a hippo heard it, and he dived under the water and came up right underneath Brutus and tossed him, a playful like, up in the air. Brutus scrambled for the shore so fast that he made it before the hippo. But did the hippo give up? Oh, no, not him. He came right out of the water after Brutus. And it was lucky for Brutus I had a cage candy. Now, if you'll watch closely, you'll see the hippo dancing while I sings this song. The hippo has the biggest mouth of anyone but the whale. If he drank a chocolate soda, he drinks it from a pail. If he ain't like you and me, he needs 
a shovel for a spoon. If he had to brush his teeth, he'd use a broom. Hippo, hippo, I can see down in your tummy when you yawn. Oh, hippo with a mouth like that is what I think I do. Eat cake and candy all day long and swallow you. So I tells him, Why, Brutus, it's nothing but a big mirror. If you doesn't believe me, looks for yourself. So Brutus looks and sees the monkey looking back at him. Olive oil covered her face with her hands so's to keep Brutus from seeing her laughing at him. Well, the monkey made Brutus madder than ever, so he went, Nyah, nyah, at the monkey, and the monkey went, Nyah, nyah. Right back at him. Olive oil said, Oh, look how the monkey echoes everything Brutus says. So right then and there, we decided to call him Echo. So let's sing about the monkey. Hands on your hips. Touch your toes, see how many tricks the monkey knows. Monkey see, monkey do, the monkey does everything just like you. Hands on your head, wiggle your nose, that's the way the game with the monkey goes. Monkey see, monkey do, the monkey does everything just like you. When the monkey gets his turn to fools you and me, he does a trick we'll never learn. He swings by his tail in a tree. <laughs> Hands in the air, waves goodbye. Monkey waves back and you knows why. Monkey see, monkey do, the monkey does everything just like you. When the monkey 
gets his turn to fools you and me. He does a trick we'll never learn. He swings by his tail in a tree. Hands in the air. Waves goodbye. Monkey waves back and you knows why. Monkey see, monkey do. The monkey does everything just like you. Steps right up, kids, and sees a living stepladder. It's Orville the giraffe. And if he don't look like no stepladder, then nothing does. <laughs> One thing about giraffes, they doesn't bore you with a lot of conversation. Does you wants to know why? Well, even though a giraffe has the longest throat of any animal you ever seen, they never been able to utter a single sound. And what puzzles all the scientists is, whenever a herd of giraffes are eating their food and any danger shows up, the giraffe that's on guard seems to be able to warn them somehow, and they all gallops off to safety. So you see, mates, there's more here than meets the eye or the ear. Let's me sing you a song about them funny giraffes. Funny giraffe, you makes me laugh. I looks at your neck and giggles. It's such a terrible funny sight to watch as it wobble and wiggle. Silly giraffe, you makes me laugh. I looks at your legs and snicker. Why, it seems to me they'd fit just right if they was just a bit thicker. Ah-ha-ha-hee-hee-ho-ho-ho, your neck's too long. Ah-ha-ha-hee-hee-ho-ho-ho, and your head's all wrong. Crazy giraffe, you makes me laugh. Your tail's so floppy and flappy. I knows me laugh's not impolite because you look so happy. You know, I has to laugh at your neck because it's just like a stovepipe with loose joints. And them long skinny legs looks like you was walking around on stilts. Boy, you sure are a funny looking fellow. There you, there you oh boy, thing, huh? Ah, ah, hee, hee, ho, 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 your neck's too long. Ah, ha, ha, hee, hee, ho, 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 and your head's all wrong. Crazy giraffe, you makes me laugh. Your tail's so floppy and flappy. I knows me laugh's not impolite because you look so happy. <laughs> This is Senator Al Franken, and you're listening to The Five Count with Dusty Wilmots and Ton. Here's the friendly elephant. One day, Brutus, Olive Oil, and myself was in the African jungle. All of a sudden, we heard crying in the distance. So we walked through the jungle, and there, right in front of our noses, is a big elephant crying his eyes out, standing in the middle of a great big puddle. 
As a matter of fact, he was up to his knees in tears. So Olive Oil says, Oh, you poor elephant! What are you crying for? And the elephant stopped crying right away and smiled and came over to us. He says, People, real live people. You see, I'm lonely. Ever since I escaped from a zoo and came back to Africa, I've missed all the boys and girls who used to visit me. Please take me back with you so I can see all the people again. So he brings them back and puts them in our zoo, and he hasn't cried a tear since. Now let's me sing the elephant song for you. Oh, elephant's nose looks like a hose that gives him a shower and a drink. Now what do you suppose they calls a nose a nose that looks like a hose? It's called a trunk, I think. Oh, elephant's nose hands down to his toes now answers me quick as a wink. Just what do you suppose they calls a nose a nose that hangs to your toes? It's called a trunk, I think. When he hears the whistle of the peanut man, a tweet, a tweet, a tweet. He reaches out his trunk as far as he can for a tree, tree, tree. Oh, elephant's nose just grows and grows, it wiggles at the end is pink. Now what do you suppose they calls a nose, a nose that grows and grows? It's called a trunk, I think. Suppose they calls a nose, a nose that grows and grows. It's called a funk, I drink. I mean a trunk, I think. Boys and girls, does your nose what a gator is? Well, it's short for alligator. The alligator belongs to the crocodile family, and let's me tell you that that ain't no kind of a family to belongs to. Why? Well, the alligator is one of the meanest and untrustworthy animals you could never want to get snakes to. And takes it from Popeye, keeps far away from them long, sharp teeth, and watch out for his heavy, strong tail. Why, that tail can come swinging around and knocks your head over heels. If you looks up alligator in the dictionary, it'll tell you that the alligator ain't hostile to humans. But I doesn't takes me no chances with him, neither. Over here in our zoo, we has a little girl once who tried to tease a alligator. And does you knows what he done? Well, let's me sings about it to you. I knows a girl, a funny little girl. She wants to pitsk the alligator. Gator is shy, the gator is sly. Let's pet the gator. 
Later, I knows a boy, a silly little boy. He wants to ride the alligator. Gator is rough, the gator is tough. Let's pet the gator. Boom. Later, don't try to pat the gator's head. Don't try to rag him piggy back. Cause if you do, they keep their sag. You might becomes a gator snack. I knows a girl, a naughty little girl. She tried to tease the alligator. The gator was mad. The gator was bad. I think the gator, boop, ate her. Gator's head, don't rise to rag him piggy back. Cause if you do, the keeper's egg, you might become the gator's neck. I know's a girl, a knocky little girl. She tried to tease the alligator. Gator was mag, gator was bag. I think the gator boom. Now I want you all to meet one of me favorite animal friends. Her name is Kanga. A uh, sort of a nickname for kangaroo. Kanga was sent to us as a gift by them very nice people of Australia. So children, meet Kanga. If you notice, cause she's got little feet in front and great big hind feet. So she can leaps over the ground like as if she was a giant grasshopper. <laughs> Her tail is real long, and the muscle in it is so strong that she uses it to keeps her balance when she's making them big long hops. Kanga's got a built-in playpen for her children, and she always knows where they're at. See, she's got a pocket right in front. And if you looks close, you can see the baby's two little tiny ears sticking up out of the pocket. <laughs> now let's all sing about this bouncy kangaroo. We loves to visit the kangaroo and yells, "How do you do?" Then Kanga jumps and springs and does a billion bouncy things. She hops to show she's very glad to see she brought you dad. She dances on her heels to let us know how fine she feels. Hop, skippity, jumpity, dee, her children rides for free. Hop, skippity, jumpity, ouch, the yells from Kanga's pouch. Cause all the little ones inside takes quite a bumpy ride. When Kanga jumps and springs and does a billion bouncy things, the bumpy skiddledy skiddledy day, the bouncy fiddledy do. The bumpity skippity hoppity day, the jumpy. 
the bump, the skittle, the scattle, the yay, the bounce, keep it the doo. The bump, the skip, the hop, the yay, the jumpy kangaroo. Hop, skip, it, it, jump, the day, her children ride for free. Hop, skip, it, it, jump, the ouch, the yells from Kanga's pouch. Cause all the little ones inside takes quite a bumpy ride. When Kanga jumps and springs and does a billion bouncy things. Hi, this is Mikey V from Chains Over Razors, and you are listening to the Five Count Radio Show. Let's visit the seals now, because it's their feeding time. And they do the greatest acrobatics in all the kingdom of the sea. The best time to watch them is when they're feeding. Their favorite food is fish. When you throw them one, they never miss You can only find seals in real cold regions. And there's all kinds of them. Some has ears that stick out just like ours, and others has ears that you can't even seize at all. There's seals with fur and seals with just bare skin. Even the funny walrus belongs to the seal family. If you go to the circus, you'll always seize a trained seal. You can loin a seal to do all kinds of tricks, because they are almost as smart as human. I have seen a seal play a song on a trumpet, balance a ball on his nose, and even plays catch. <laughs> so let's all comes in a little closer and watches the seals being fed. And let's sing the seal song, cause they likes music with their meals. <laughs> The seal, a regular midday meal. Hear the flippers flap, flap, flap. See the children clap, clap, clap. It's time to feed the seal, a regular midday meal. It's time to feed her fish, her favorite midday dish. Listen to her bark, bark, bark. Hear the echo. <laughs> it's time to feed her fish, her favorite midday dish. She swims, she dives, she bobs her head. She thrashes and she splashes cause she wants to be fed. It's time to feed the seal, her regular midday meal. When her tail goes flap, 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 everybody clap, clap, clap. It's time to feed the seal, her regular midday meal. Formal that he doesn't even has to get dressed up to be formal. <laughs> Over here we have Silly Willie the Penguin. Brutus and me sure had a tough time catching him. 
There we was at the South Pole, dressed in fur-lined clothes. Brutus had the dogs hitched up to the sled, and we was cracking whips and hollering, Marsh! Marsh! One of the dogs said out of the corner of his mouth, Uh, go mush yourself! Was Brutus mad? He tried to find out which dog said it, but none of them would tell him. Pretty soon, we came to Penguin Island, and there was Silly Willie sliding down an iceberg and shouting, Whee! Whee! Well, Brutus and me, we waited till Silly started to slide down the iceberg again. Then we opened up a bag and put it right in front of the path that Silly Willie was sliding down. Bloop! Silly slid right into our bag. Then we brung him all the way from Penguin Island right here to the zoo. Now, how would you like to sing the penguin song with me, huh? The penguins cute in his evening suit. One o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock. All the time. The penguins dressed in his Sunday best. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock. All the time. The penguin grows in his one set of clothes. March, April, May, June, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock. All of the time. There's not a speck of dirt on his pants or shirt. He looks so smart wherever he goes. He washes all the spots from his coat and socks. He always swims in his clothes, oh. The penguin's quite a handsome sight. Springtime, summertime, wintertime, fall, March, April, May, June, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock, all the time. There's not a speck of dirt on his pants or shirt. He looks so smart wherever he goes. He washes all the spots from his coat and socks. He always swims in his clothes. Oh, the penguin's quite a handsome sight. Springtime, summertime, wintertime, fall, March, April, May, June, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock, all the time. Over here, children, we has the grizzly bear. Does you knows how he gets in this here cage, huh? Well, one day, me and Brutus was out fishing. Voice Brutus would catch a fish, and he would say, Ho, ho, Popeye, I want ahead of you. Then I'd catch a fish and say to Brutus, Now we're even. <laughs> Just then, Brutus and me heard olive oil screaming for help. Help! Save me! Popeye! Brutus! Somebody! Help! So we paddles our canoe back to shore, there we sees olive oil yelling at the top of her voice. Don't you touch me, you mean old bear! You get away from here this very minute! He was wrecking our whole camp. Then he grabbed a hold of me and started to squeeze the breath out of me with a bear hug. So I pulled out me spinach can and started eating it. Brutus throwed me a rope, and I tied up that grouchy grizzly and led him right to the zoo. Where you can all seize him at a safe distance. Now I'm gonna sing a song about the grizzly bear. 
in his cage, which is very bad manners at Grizzly Bear's age. Then in the early evening, the zoo's locked up tight. Looks at the happy Grizzly Bear, gosh, what a sight. Grumbly Grizzly Bear grins and is gay. When his hundreds of visitors leaves for the day. Hey, welcome back to the five count. Oh yeah. We just went to the zoo with Popeye. Wasn't that fun? Yes. Bet you didn't think that'd be a thing you'd hear on the radio for 35 minutes. We all really we never didn't. cease to amaze you. Yeah, I really didn't. <laughs> oh, how ridiculous. Who did he fight? What are all the animals that he fought? He didn't fight any animals. Weren't you listening? <laughs> He sang songs about them, and we all had a good time. He sang songs about them. He didn't eat some spinach and fight some people? No. Why? I thought that's what he did every single episode. He ate spinach, punches somebody. Only if there's some kind of peril. This was just a nice leisurely stroll through the zoo. All right. Just relax, man. Hey, I'm glad you enjoyed that, even though you didn't listen to it, but I wanted to say this, Ton, and I know you're excited. As I mentioned to you earlier off air, I have finally tracked down the elusive last record I needed to complete my Popeye record collection. Really? I finally tracked down a pristine copy of Ms. Pac-Man's prize pupil record from kid stuff records so it's it's your your it's not just a popeye collection it's a kid stuff record collection i got all the popeyes the uh, long plays the 45s the storybooks i got the whole set you got all the popeyes i took the fruit and scoot man i did it are you you mean pac-man's i mean pac-man yes i was just thinking about the zoo yes you were but i do have all the popeyes also I have the worst record collection you've ever seen. Wow. I know a lot of people like to talk about vinyl and look what I have and first pressing and sure. the amount of grams and blah 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 
But I can just about guarantee you that I have probably the least desirable vinyl collection at this station. (laughs) Wow. If you're looking for, like, bad kids records or church sermons or exercise records or about 95 Burl Ives albums, you've come to the right place. Wow. 95. That's a lot of Burl Ives albums. He was a prolific man. Holy cow. I think you probably have a very fine record collection. I just wanted you to know, because I know you're especially partial to the uh, Pac-Man records. We've played some of them over the years. Yeah. We have had a Pac-Man Christmas, and we've had a couple other, but we can have more. I can't wait. Uh, You know what? I want you to play those just so that... You know, you get that experience. I want you to do it, Dust. You know, there was a time when I would have said, no way, Jose. But you know what? That's all done with now. I want you to be happy. Play your Pac-Man. Share it with the world. I feel like you weren't this excited about my life and my hobbies and my well-being like 10 years ago or so. You are 100% correct. I was not. I was not at all. We should get to the bottom of that since we're sharing things. Ton, I don't know if you knew this or if you're new here, but this is the part of the program where we go back 10 years in five-count history. Yeah, man. April 28th, 2012. It was me. It was you. And it was the late, great, fast Eddie Clark from Motorhead. Yeah, dude. Yes. Do you remember this show? Yeah. We had Fast Eddie Clark from Motorhead on. Awesome. Also from the band Fastway, who provided the soundtrack to the film Trick or Treat, starring Skippy from Family Ties. Yeah, dude. Unfortunately, he's uh, no longer with us. But we were lucky to get him on tape. This is one of our more popular interviews on YouTube. Because he discussed why he left Motorhead, thanks to Lemmy's infatuation with uh, Wendy O. Williams from the Plasmatics. Yeah. Some other things happened. And then Dunn decided that the Five Count House Band should do a bunch of Motorhead covers. Yeah, dude. And he blew his voice out in rehearsal. And then we went live on the air and he was like... Didn't matter, it still rocked. Ace of Spades. It still rocked. It was awesome. You could find all the uh, Five Count House Band renditions on Bandcamp. Did you know we had our own band? Probably didn't. I mean, I knew about it because I was in it, but yeah. I was just speaking to everyone. (laughs) Go to Bandcamp. Does anyone use that anymore? Go to thefivecount.com. You can find a link to it there. The Five Count House Band. So we played a lot of Motorhead because we had a guitar player from Motorhead. I remember doing that. It's fun. That's a show that made everyone jealous, but because of the uh, culture around here at that time, nobody was able to tell Ton that he did a good job. Yeah. It was a weird bummer. But they were all secretly hella jealous. Very cool. That was a fun show. What do you think about this show? It's pretty good. I mean, it's pretty good. I'll take it. 
we're we're getting into some deep conversations here, you know. Speaking of deep conversations, the deepest guy I know, Billy Floyd shouts. Yeah. He sent a message to the five count mailbag. He goes unbelievably deep. I have recently ramped up my collection of Funko Pop figures. I'm curious if you have dabbled in collecting Funkos, and if so, what are your personal favorites? Signed, William Floyd Shouts. Have you, Dust? I have a few. Do you? I'm. Ton and I have not discussed this yet, but I'm going to assume that he has absolutely zero. Because he's devoid of all fun. I have one. You have one? Yeah. Do you care to tell us who it is? Is it Rick James? No. I thought that would be awesome. They do make a Rick James. No, I have one that my wife gave to me a couple years ago, I think. Is it Harry Potter related? No, it is uh, Dustin from Stranger Things in the Ghostbusters costume with his little towel, too. It's pretty interesting that out of the 7 billion Funkos they've made, you chose the one who happens to share my name. I didn't choose it. My wife did. What does that say? I have no idea. What I do know is, uh, yeah, that was back when, you know, when she bought me gifts, number one. And, uh, yeah, and and she was fairly cool about it. Like, she'd buy a toy thing like that, which in some respects I'm kind of like, meh, about. But she also used to buy me the seasons. Like, I have, I think I just have two of the seasons purchased. I might have the third, but, um. But she bought me them, you know, like the whole set or whatever, because I like, I like the show, so I got that that pop figure. But I didn't keep it in the box, or I didn't care. I just brought it to work and opened it up, and I set the figurine on my desk for a while, and then, you know, now it's just in a drawer at work. Do you think you'll get more? No, that's not something you're interested in. I don't think so. You're not going to ramp up your collection like Floyd shouts? No, I don't really. I'm actually on. I'm I'm on the other side of that now. Like I want. I don't want to have collections of things anymore. Like I'm. I I think I, maybe it has something to do with living with my wife and especially also having kids and like having stuff everywhere that I'm starting to feel like in my life. Like I'm to the point where I just kind of want to throw the entire house away and just have it be like nothing. <laughs> like, I'm, like, can I just have a clean, can I just sit in an empty room for a little bit? Can it, can it just be empty in here? Can I have all your stuff? I mean, you know, if, if I can get some family members to part ways with it all, sure. Just put it in a big garbage bag and yeah, I'll take it. Drag it out. I'll sort through it later. Sure. You want my samurai swords or? Yeah, sure. Okay. Figure out something to do with them. Yeah. It's a good plan. I'm not a samurai like you are, but. Yeah. Maybe I can read the manual. You should get a thing. If I get you a thing, like a wall mount thing, will you mount them on the wall and stuff? Probably not. Got a cool place to do that? Um. That's not really the issue. The issue is that I'm not a guy that would buy swords because that's weird. <laughs> but you have some of these pop figures. That's not weird. 
Uh, they've mostly been gifts over the years. Okay. I have about 10. I have to say, when I was down at the, um, the comic slash toy shop in town, uh, I was looking around at some of those, and there was Masters of the Universe ones, and I thought those were kind of cool. I thought about it for a second. I was like, oh, yeah, I could, like, some of these would be kind of cool. But then I'm like, no. I got about 10 or 12, I think. Really? That's quite a few, I feel like. Yeah, well, my gal pal's more into them than I am. But I have got the obvious ones. I've got uh, Randy Savage. Yeah. And I got Sergeant Slaughter. I've got David Lopan from Big <laughs> Trouble in Little China. Awesome. Uh, James Brown. Nice. I've got Fred and Lamont Sanford. Dude, you have really good ones. I didn't even know these were made. I got some more, but I can't think of them off. I do have an Axl Rose. Wow. So what is the appeal to them, or what's the deal? Um, I like all those people I just said. So this is a smaller toy version of them. Because when I was a kid, you couldn't buy... Fred or Lamont Sanford action figures. Yeah. This is as close as you can get. So it seemed like a thing I should do. Hmm. Then I did it. Now I have it. Got Joey Ramone, I think. I looked for a ton one, but no dice. No dice. So, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. It's weird. I was just going to bring up or talk to you like, okay, so what is the feeling that, like, does it make you feel like you're a little, like you've got a little piece of those people that you get to hold on to that's at your, at your house? But then I was thinking about it, like, it's got to be the same reason why I, why I have like a Arnold Schwarzenegger commando action figure. Like I, like I looked hard to find that. I mean, I know you can get. Arnold action figures as Terminator. Like, you can get those. There's tons of those out there. But I wanted something different. And uh, and for some reason, it was like, you know, I need an Arnold action figure. And then the same thing with, like, Stallone and whatever. is like, why do I? Why? You like to have statues of naked men around. Yeah. Basically. I'm the opposite of you, Ton. I like to be surrounded and overwhelmed by crap. So I I do that. Yeah. The only one I'm really bummed about that isn't like on display somewhere right now is the over the top huge Stallone figure that you you, you gave me still in the box. I'm really kind of bummed that that's just sitting in my basement now. I used to have it on display and it was like Me too. I'm bummed that I gave that to you and didn't just keep it for myself. Are you really bummed about it? Now that you say that, it's buried in the basement somewhere, getting moldy. Well, it's not buried. I know exactly where it is, and it's not getting moldy. But the only nice thing Still about hurts, that is son. it's not getting uh, the the plastic in the front isn't getting yellowed from the sun anymore. But I'm guessing that's just the thing that's going to happen for the rest of its life. Yep, just like us. We'll continue to get yellowed. Well, at least I didn't bring it down to that toy shop and try to get money for it. You thought about it. I'm thinking about it now because I want a one wheel. 
So when you get one of these things and then within five minutes you fall and break your face, aren't you going to feel foolish that you didn't just keep your cool toys that were a gift from your best pal? No, I'll probably jump right back on it and keep going. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Ton, do you have time to listen to this music that I've prepared for you? Yeah, of course I do. Then we can come back and wrap up the show. Love this idea.
Hi, this is R.L. Stein. You're listening to The Five Count. One, two, three, four. I want more, 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 yeah, I want more, more. I want more, 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 yeah, I want more, more. Yo me lo miras, please. Yo me lo miras, please. I want more, 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 yeah, I want more, more. I want more, 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 yeah, I want more, more. I want more, 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 yeah, I want more, more. Yo me lo miras,
beauty when we meet. I'm saying that you're the sea. I'm the pipe girl, you're the lead. There's only one thing left you could do for me. Take them all, take them all, take them all, take them all, please. We're back, Todd. Nice. Did you like that last song? Loved, <laughs> loved. As Ton always says, you don't have to pull them off. Just pull them to the side. <laughs> this is what I say. Wow. I've overheard that. Wow. At you Thanksgiving. Know? Yeah. Okay. Wonderful. Welcome back to the five count. Show's about over, but it's been pretty good. We went to the zoo. Ton looks like Eric Clapton. That is really weird, actually. So it's um, it's been a success, if you ask me. I've never, I would never even have considered that. Some a lady told me I look like one of the monkeys. Which one, Michael Nesmith? Maybe I don't know. Peter Tork. I don't remember. Five Count alumnus. Mickey Dolans. Mickey Dolans. That's the one that she said. No, we had him on the show. So, I don't know that to be true either. You know, it is true, Ton. What? Next Saturday? Yeah. Mother's Day weekend. Yeah, man. You excited for that? I know the moms out there are. Sure. You going to bring some of them with you to the show? I I usually got a few moms in tow. (laughs) I'll see what I can do. I'd love it if I could make that happen. I think that's we're also going to do uh, my son's baptism on that on that Sunday. What do you think about that? On Mother's Day? Yeah. Can it be both? Yeah. Why not? I thought that was against the law. I don't know. What law? Like Jesus law? International law? That you can't have two things at once? I think he can. I don't think Mother's Day is a religious holiday, is it? Well, you're a pastor. I guess you would know. I'm not really a pastor. Is it okay if we do the show, or will you be busy? No, we can do the show. What are you talking about? I'm just making sure. What do you got planned for the show? Uh, something for the moms. What do you think we should do? Mm. Mm. I was thinking um, mom's love. Hair metal ballads. Yeah, dude. Can we do two hours of hair metal ballads? I think that's a great idea. For the moms? Yeah. I just came up with that idea, but. That's a great idea. Maybe we'll find a mom or two to bring on the show. Get a mom's perspective on monster ballads. Love that idea. Well, in the meantime, Ton, you could go and. Find some other Mother's Day programs and a lot of other things as well that we've done over the last uh, almost 18 years. Man. We have a website on the internet, like with your computer. Yeah. Like you go on there and it's it's like an encyclopedia, but on a screen. (laughs) Go to the5count.com. Is that it? Thought there'd be a little more... Panache. <laughs> for your encyclopedia, for your health, go to the5count.com. If you've got a report due on space and you've always wondered where your mandibula was, 
<laughs> go to the five count.com. <laughs> oh man. Even better, Ton. I don't know if you knew this, but we have a Patreon. Yeah. You go there, you give us some money, then you get some other stuff. It's a sweet deal. It is a pretty sweet deal. The five count at the movies, that's on there. Only on there. We just watched a film called Furious. In fact, here's a little... little Made ton furious. Here's a little something for you. Sometimes we watch movies. We do watch-alongs with these movies, and these movies are so ridiculous slash risque that they can't even be aired through YouTube, so we have to host them ourselves on the server ourselves. And sometimes Ton gets so furious, like the name of the movie we just watched, that he dozes off. It's yeah. a fun, like it treated like a drinking game. Yeah, take a shot every time you see Ton nod off. You could do it for Dusty too. That's happened for him, <laughs> falling asleep. Oh, that's why we've never reached the mystery science theater status. Those guys typically don't fall asleep during their movies. <laughs> oh man, Ton works hard. Get off his case. He works hard playing old video games, and he puts them on YouTube. Yes. The Five Count Co-op. Check that out. We play a lot of different games, and we're usually pretty terrible at them. Remember when Let's Play videos on YouTube were all the rage like 12 years ago? Well, we're doing it, except right now. Right now. After everyone gave up on it. Yeah. Check it out. We'll see what happens. You could also go to Lori Dawn Ceramics and buy ceramics made out of ceramic. (laughs) Some ceramics made out of ceramic. You can get an ashtray or a tree ornament or... She doesn't sell ashtrays. Something real heavy you could try to hang on the wall but forget to anchor it and then it'll fall off in the middle of the night and scare the hell out of you. You could do that if you wanted. Don't know why you'd want to, but it is an option. (laughs) There's so much out there. So much. And now that Elon Musk is shutting down Twitter, you've got nowhere else to go but the5count.com. It's all in one place, the5count.com. It's really great. Well, thanks to all the panty wetters out there for listening, and we'll see you next week. See ya.